Welcome to the Spiritual Side of Art, the podcast, a podcast where we delve into the beauty of Islamic art, an art concept that combines both creativity and spirituality. I'm your host Hayat, founder of Safira.com, the online marketplace for Muslim creatives and art lovers. Today I want to talk about geometric art. I recently bought a book called Islamic Geometric Patterns by Ibrik Brook. And this book is a step-by-step guide to make your own geometric art. It's actually very hard to believe that these detailed designs can be made with only a ruler, a compass, and a pencil. Um, Also, since I'm in a country that is famously known for its Islamic architecture, which also includes amazing geometric art, I thought why not to dedicate this episode to this art style. But first, I want to take a step back and look at Islamic art as a whole, where geometric art is just one part of it. Because Islamic art consists of calligraphy, geometric art, and floral patterns. And as you might or might not have heard, uh, human figures and faces are actually not included into this art form because in Islam it's prohibited to draw animate beings. But nowadays we do see like an evolution where Humans are being drawn, but certain features are taken out. And most importantly, it would be often the eyes, because I think it's where the, the, let's say, the essence of one's being is reflected. And also, like, as William Shakespeare once said, the eyes are the window to your soul. And the reason why drawing complete human figures with all its features is forbidden in Islam is because In a way, the artist is actually replicating God's design, which is in Islam only reserved to God. Um, And next to that is also to prevent the possibility of worshipping drawings or statues. If you look at other religions, we, for example, don't have uh, images of our prophets or other important figures um, as other religions might have. As a child, I was always intrigued by this, but um, there is this very famous movie. I think every single Muslim in the world has seen it. Uh, It's called The Messenger or in Arabic, Risala. And it's about the prophethood of Muhammad, peace be upon him, the prophet. And in the movie, although he is actually the main character of the movie, he is never shown. And out of the respect, you were not even able to hear a voice when he was interacting with others. Instead, the actors who played his companions would talk to him, let's say, and then would wait for a bit. And that silence would mean that the prophet was answering. And then the actors would repeat what was said in a, let's say, confirming manner to let the viewers know what was being said by the prophet, peace be upon it. Um, So this avoidance of animate beings in art has led Islamic art to be be focused and dominated by geometric patterns, calligraphy, and floral patterns. And I would say that art in Islam is not 
only something for the enjoyment of the eyes, but was and still is often used to reflect and used to stimulate the remembrance of God. I think with calligraphy, that is very much clear because majority of the calligraphy in Islam is showing Quranic verses or sharing sayings from the Prophet um, or other Islamic concepts. But in geometric art, you cannot define that just by looking at it. It's You have to really reflect. But in geometric art, you can also find remembrance of God. Me doing this podcast really helped me to also find that for myself. So basically, the ancient artists uh, used this art style to represent the sense of infinity of God and the patterns found in nature. And I'm now saying ancient artists, but something I didn't know myself is that actually geometric art is not necessarily something that started through Muslim artists. It actually goes back to the Greeks, the Romans, and even the Sassanians in Iran. Um, however, Muslim artists took that art and elaborated it further to invent a new form of decoration that really focused on the importance of unity, order, and infinity and made it into the geometric art that we know today. And actually, the country that I'm currently recording this podcast from, which is Morocco, is very, very known for their unique style of geometric art. And it's, of course, not my first time in Morocco, but it's always nice to see the floors, the walls, the fountains, and basically everything in between decorated with the most colorful geometric art possible. And a very common handcraft you will see in Morocco is the jalige tile with the geometric shapes on it. Jalige is basically a glassed terracotta tile made from natural clay. It's still handmade uh, at some places, so that's pretty cool. And the tiles are known for their high quality, vibrant colors, and obviously, like I said, the craftsmanship. Historically, the Jalees first started in Andalusia when the Moors took over certain parts of southern Spain. And later, this technique was developed by introducing like more bold colors like blue, green, yellow, and eventually also red. Actually, as the color palette kind of increased over the centuries, it became possible to create endless compositions. I even read somewhere that even if you try to put all the designs in one encyclopedia, it would be a very hard task as there are so many variants. However, it's good to know that all these variants always come back to one common base um, because there are three common shapes that can form Islamic patterns. Those are the equilateral triangle, the square, and the regular hexagon. Any one of these three shapes can be duplicated infinitely to fill an area with no gaps at all. And everything basically starts with a circle, which is in itself a shape that has no beginning and no ending, and therefore symbolizes the infinity that I just talked about um, earlier. And so once you have that circle, you start to split it into different parts by adding more circles or lines. And the way you decide to split the circle will completely define the style and design that you create. So for me, like next to having a very spiritual meaning, this art is also very much based on precision. And because of that, Islamic geometric art has received a lot of attention from different scientists and researchers 
because of its beauty, but also because of its symmetry. And these investigations, let's say, are being done to kind of reveal the secrets of the construction. And one interesting angle into these researches is the golden mean or the golden ratio. I came across this concept while watching the documentary called Sacred Geometry by Daring Wang on Alchemia. And basically anything that includes the golden ratio is inherently pleasing for the eye. So for the ones that have never seen a golden ratio, it's kind of difficult to imagine what it looks like by just listening to this podcast. But you can basically find the golden ratio uh, in shells, in tornadoes, in solar systems. So it's a, if you just imagine a, a shell, I think that is kind of a good way to envision it. Or you can just Google it. That's, that's also, that just works just fine. Um, and then later on, humans started to incorporate this mathematical relationship in buildings. Um, and nowadays, even logos to make them just more pleasing to the eye. And some people say that the appearance of the golden ratio throughout life and the universe is a signature of God, the fingerprint of God, some also said. And it's like this universal constant of design used to assure the beauty and unity of his creation. I find it very fascinating. If you're really into this things, um, I really recommend you to kind of Google uh, sacred geometry and you will find a lot. I also just found out that Daring's documentary is also just available on YouTube. So that's also something you can go ahead and watch. Um, for me, this research um, and also learning about the golden ratio, the, the geometric patterns, and, and just the fact that it's that the golden ratio is found everywhere and that it's it's inherently beautiful to us as, as humans really made me think of this hadith, which is a prophetic saying, um, which is as follow. Allah is beautiful and he loves beauty. Um, and I really hope that next time I see an Islamic art, um, I kind of look past the beautiful colors and the beautiful shapes, but actually see the link with the universe and its creator. So that was it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it allows you to reflect next time when you see a geometric pattern that it goes beyond what your eyes actually see. See you in the next episode, which is in 10 days. Don't forget to subscribe on the platform that you're following us. That way you will get notified once the episode is out. Thank you.